Hello and welcome. I'm Rene Valentina and this is Musing Interruptus, a podcast meant for sharing thoughts, stories, enjoying idiomatic phrases and words in general. You can read along. The transcription is in the description of this episode. The idiomatic expressions are in italics. Try to get the meaning from the context and then look them up to see if you were right. If you like it, share it. But more importantly, continue the conversation. Today, bottom line, keep it together. Some traits are useful in life. A good head on your shoulders to make good decisions. If your project has legs, it will be successful. So a good head and legs. You don't want to lose your head. That means you have to keep it together. Whatever that means. I have to say there is a special hell for people who think it is useful to say relax and calm down when you are teetering on the edge of losing it or if you are spiraling out. There is very low tolerance in our society for our purest moments of humanity, our tenderest vulnerabilities. Some seem to be living in a latent Victorian era. I wonder who they are serving. The queen is dead. Upon years of reflection, which add up to something, I'm 40 and so proud of it. I think of the concept of the norm and what is average. How there have been times in my life in which I wished so hard to fit into a conception of average. I never did. And the reality was that I couldn't last five minutes adhering to the social norms of a subgroup or counterculture, which I perceived contained repressive rules or silly artificial standards. I was not a nerd, not a punk, not an emo, not posh, not rich, not poor, not an artist, not a philosopher, not a dancer, not popular. Nor did I go unnoticed either. Most people are all those things too. Others are so eager to be defined and validated. Please don't, I think. That might become a pigeonhole you cannot escape. It can be so very dangerous to let someone else's perception, skewed by definition, tell you who and what you deserve or are. I'd rather believe we can be whatever we like if we are willing to develop the skills needed. Is everything readily available? No. That is life. There lies a frustration. I would think that. I'm a teacher. <clears throat> That's a pigeonhole I worked very hard to put myself in. I guess coming to terms with a configuration of life that escapes the Victorian norm has its pitfalls. It requires courage and the willingness to put in flight hours. Of course, I sometimes seek validation intensely. But the pigeonholes, am I right? Of course there are traits that are so natural, so ingrained in your personality, that it is best to know yourself and make space for what you need. We should all take architecture classes for life that start with psychoanalytical work. 
Make sure you are building what you want and not what they want, whoever they are. It is better to be aware of that sooner rather than later. After all, you are the one who has to live in whatever you build. Having a good head on your shoulders should include that. Ballet dancers work on their tendons and muscles. They need to be light on their feet to make quick changes, jump very high with precision. That is part of the training. So change your mind, make a plan, build, build whatever you want and use your talents. Identify your talents. Surround yourself with natural teachers and leaders who encourage you to put in the hours it will take to become who you know in your heart of hearts you can become. This is a very enlightened notion, the use of reason and science to get what you want. Find the teachers that are aware of the importance of frustration and developing the tools to work through it and achieve. That is part and parcel of keeping it together. And the thing is, I think we have to be willing to embark on the journey that may or may not end where we think it should end. I'm overly rational about this, and yet, I see the potential for magic. Here, I uncover my soft underbelly, where laughter and lightness and love coexist. They make everything, all the hardships and struggles worth it. This is yet another reason you best be on a journey of your design and not someone else's. If I had to paint the struggles, they would have the faces of all my bullies and loss, the worst colors in my box of paints, the stinkiest of feces, the most painful cramps and migraines, the struggles which sometimes can be more than what you have banked on. Now losing it. It is a mistake not to prepare for this. It can and most likely will happen. We all have limits. So having a good head on your shoulders does not mean you always keep it together. It means that you can turn to the specialist to rebuild or put things back together when needed. It means making the space to heal. Sometimes having to defend that space like a lioness or your favorite Quixote-like character. I say this because social norms would have us think it is uncommon to lose it. How many of us have come to terms with our inner Quixote? We are bombarded with a fallacy of standards and the norm. These constraining definitions of when we need to get things done, the terms and deadlines. I'm not talking about project deadlines. Those are negotiated as a standard. <laughs> Tell me, who has been putting out definitions of success that, if unquestioned, create great mental anguish they must be questioned to begin with if you ever want to achieve certain things some standards and norms are established by culture and other times religion those milestones we so celebrate are sometimes mechanisms of repression all dressed up to satisfy an artificial aspiration instilled in you when you were oh so very young. And yes, 
When we question these things, we feel like we might lose it. Sometimes it is not rationally optional. Our minds and bodies rage against these standards. And the message, you have failed, when we don't reach those standards, chastising and creating yet another struggle. If you are lucky, there are people around you who will give you the space, who will make the space so you can regroup. If not, you will have to make it happen. The system defunds these spaces, so yes, you have to be critical enough to make them for yourself and the people around you. I had quite a week, as you can hear. I'll tell you this much. I made space for people, and people made space for me. That is what is available to me to help preserve humanity when certain institutions want to beat it out of us. Humanity. That has to be the bottom line. Thank you for listening. How do you preserve your own humanity? How have you found your way? What kind of architecture do you use in your life? Do you prioritize humanity? What does that mean to you? I'm listening. <laughs>